Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Tuesday, January 22. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky Delavera. And I'm Jafet de Oliveira. Jafet de Oliveira, who's not ready for his cue. I was, I was totally who was not typing ready. on his phone. I was just about to put the phone down. Okay, yeah, I was not just texting about. and podcasting at the same time. It's <laughs> <That's> dangerous. <laughs> okay, Jafet de Oliveira. Yes, I'm here, and uh, let me uh, pray for today. <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you that we are gathered. Thank you that we actually get to uh, begin this uh, process by uh, reading your word. We ask for a beautiful blessing on this passage. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for this uh, moment in time. And we ask, Lord, actually, as we process this text, this new paraphrase uh, may bring new insights into our application of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, it's message day. Ephesians 6, 10 through 20 from the message, the good old MSG. (laughs) Subheading, a fight to the finish. And that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is for capes, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get, every weapon God has issued, so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's Word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. And don't forget to pray for me. Pray that I'll know what to say and have the courage to say it at the right time, telling the mystery to one and all, the message that I, jailbird preacher that I am, am responsible for getting out. See where a bit of grimness is needed? (laughs) This is a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Well, that's true. You're telling me that that is not grim? We're referring to yesterday's yeah, podcast yeah, no, for people thinking, who've maybe just, just come in today and don't know what we're talking that, about. That may not be grim as that may be, I mean, that sounds like It's a grim brilliant. task. It doesn't sound like a lot of fun to me. It sounds kind of rough. It sounds like, yes. Really? It sounds fun for you? Well, it sounds like something that we, we actually are in the middle of and it sounds like it's going to be Well, a life or really death fight, difficult. I'm sorry, is never fun. There's mm. nothing fun about a life or death fight. That's except not going to be. Except for I know gonna how gonna it's going to end. Well, I could know how I could go have a life or death fight with my neighbor right now and know how it's going to end, and it would still suck. <laughs> I'm telling you, it would not be fun. Let's not do We'd that. We'd be pulling at each other's hair, poking each let's, other's eyes let's out. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. At the end, I'm going to kill this guy. It's all <laughs> good. No, no, no. Let's <laughs> what? not do that. Like, I there's mean, nothing good about I it. I mean, that in the end, there's going to be good things. And so that's what I mean. It's like, okay. You know, I yeah. guess I'm like, I still don't like, I know people will say that, oh, when all this is over, it'll be good. But it's the having to go through all the stuff that you're going to have to it's do. It's a bit grim for you. Well, absolutely. I think you have to look at it that way. Or you could be resilient about it. you could just be it. delusional, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
No, no, no. I, I, What's well, our question for yes, the day? I didn't. Oh, well, our question for today is good. How have you been a dispenser of good news? Oh, what? To those who are in your sphere of influence. Well, by talking by on this podcast <laughs> every day of my life is how I am a dispenser of good news. I give my actually, chipper thoughts to the world. We're doing this every day now. Yes, I know. Well, yeah. It's always been every day. What do you mean now? No, I mean, I We've just I thought about it. that the other day when we were... We are daily yeah. podcasters. Yeah, it's true. We'll come to our like first that. anniversary, I don't know when, like in May? When yeah, did we start so. doing this? I think so. I don't Sometime remember. Like yeah, so how have you been a dispenser of good news to those who are in the sphere of influence? Um, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that actually this happening all the time uh, with just good stories that I hear and good stories that I... I get to share or be part of. Um, and so that's where I get to see the good news inside that. I kind of like the way the message ends, um, how Eugene Peterson kind of like wrapped up that last section inside there, where it says the jailbird preacher that I'm responsible for getting out. I like that. Oh, and see, in spite of the fact that I am grim, I do <laughs> say positive and upbeat things to other people. So, for instance, last week, the lab, there's someone you know who's very despondent about their academic future and are they going to get funding? Are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? And I was pointing out to this person that what they have going for them is that they're really smart and that Mm. it's actually, it's going to work out, I think, because I think that often things do, particularly if you have anything going for you and you put any amount of work into things. So I usually will point out things that I notice that are good about people and remind them of that because I think people forget. So I'm always, I do that quite a bit at school. I guess I don't necessarily do it in my own life because in my own life, I am literally just sitting alone talking to nobody. I mean, my own life that isn't when I'm with people. Okay, <laughs> I, I was act like say, that's not my own life. Um, that's kind of like crazy. I yeah. mean, my life when I'm not at school. Yeah. No, I, I, also, I also think that, um, I also think that for me, uh, there are so many great people that I meet. And my thing is that I see so much potential of who they are. What are you doing? I'm just imitating your hand. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause he does a thing, thing with his hands where he puts one palm down and the other one on top of it, like the top <laughs> one is a plane getting ready to take it off. Is, it's because. And it's just like, why? Why is the I'm plane express- taking off? <laughs> I'm expressing a thought and I use my hands as well. And I'm I know. Like, and you're like, this is what I'm doing. I'm taking off. So here's a little secret. Okay. Yes. Um, you know this, right? Like our facial expressions carry through. And so yes. our body language as well that carries through. Everybody can through. hear that you're doing that with your hands. They're like, what's that weirdo doing with his hands? I can hear it in his voice. <laughs> I think it carries through. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, don't you see what I'm doing here? I'm kind of illustrating this with my hands as well. <laughs> anyway, I made you no. lose your train of thought. Yeah, because it was, it was, it was not it a back. grim one. It was actually a resilient one. Oh, okay. uh, it, was a, it was a great thought. Uh, it was just basically that I meet these people and I meet amazing people all the time who just have these stories. And I just feel uh, that when you connect them to the story of the gospel, of uh, the good news, I would love to be able to see them connected to other people as well. Mm. And, and I would love to be able to see those those connections become community, and I would love I would love to be able to kind of create that. So uh, that would be something that would be amazing to take place. And and I'd like to use my sphere of influence to kind of make that happen. So why how do, do you I think do that? people are having so much difficulty forming any kind of personal connections these days? Because it seems to be the scourge of our age. Yeah, I uh, I was sitting down in a meeting. Um, I was talking, where was I? I'm trying to remember where this was. And I was just listening to this meeting and they were talking about how there is an influx of uh, attention of the new generation of uh, medical professionals coming in who are dealing with the new generation of patients. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And so well, that should work out well for them because they're all of the same generation, right? Uh, well, it's a tension of ideologies of millennials coming in as professionals and millennials serving millennials and the expectations of both. Wouldn't of those. they know what their expectations are because yeah. they're the same? N- well, what, the expectation. The- I think what the tension was is that there is a desire, and yet the the desire is not being fed by the way that they deliver it. Oh well, it could be that there's just a pervasive selfishness. So the thing is that you as a patient might have an expectation of how you should be treated. But if you, that same person, happen to be the doctor, you also have an expectation that you shouldn't have to do things you don't want to do. I don't know. There's it could a, be there's a tension. like a kind of me thing. A and I don't mean tension. to dump on millennials only. But selfishness can be. Well, I think a lot of people yeah. are selfish well, across yeah, I think the that's board. That's true. That's you know. true. So there's a tension that they're that they're facing with this, uh, with every generation's got different issues that's going on. And so there was just sharing this kind of stuff. And I think that's actually true of society right now. The younger generation, even that Gen Z, um, a desire for community. But you think about boomers, there are people who actually don't have lasting that's relationships. True. Well, you know, it was interesting today. This is kind of a tangent, but it's sort of related. Mm. I was listening to the radio and they cited a study that just came out, you know, they've been trying to study the effects of technology mm-hmm. on teenagers and this latest big, apparently pretty good study. I haven't looked at it in great detail to know much about it, but um, indicates that there's virtually no adverse effects on well-being because of technology, which kind of flies in the face of what people kind of anecdotally Observe, isn't, isn't but then what I wondered is how are they defining adverse effects? Yeah. That was my first question. How how are you defining that? Because that would determine whether or not you found yeah. any, wouldn't it? Like if you don't define certain things as being problems, then you're not going to. Yeah, if people are isolated, them. then that's actually fine. Then that's fine, then right? I mean, if if they're, I don't know what they're talking about. Maybe they're talking about obesity or mm. high blood pressure. I don't know. I'd have to mm. look at the study to see. But I just thought it was interesting that it's possible that some of the explanations that we have for what's going on with people are not really what's going on with people. It could be that it's something else, too. I think there is a... We blame technology a lot for everything, and I'm not sure. Is it technology or is it something... What's the thing behind technology that's causing... Or maybe there's something bigger and cyclical taking place in life. That's true. Well, uh, our time, unfortunately, is up, and so let me just repeat the question one more time and leave you guys with it to process this. If oh, let me see where it is. Oh, yeah. How have you been a dispenser of good news to those who are in your sphere of influence? Think about that. How are you telling the story? Uh, talk about it with your friends and uh, look after each other and live love. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.